2: Greetings from sunny Arizona. This is Irene Conan, your host of the Self-Improvement Show. It was 48 degrees here in Phoenix this morning. I know it's probably colder where you are, but for us, this is a really chilly day. Our theme song, as you heard, is No More Mr. Nice Guy by Alice Cooper. We chose it because sometimes as you come into your own power, you become more able to say no, and the people think that you're no longer such a really nice guy. You're not supposed to say no. And we chose it also in spite of the lyrics because Alice Cooper is known as one of the nicest guys in town. He lives here. And this is Alice Cooper, if you hear it, a standing invitation for you to come on our show. This is a pre recorded show, so you won't be able to call in today. If you have any questions, email me, Irene Conlon, at the self improvement blog at gmail.com. The self improvement blog at gmail.com Today is one week before Thanksgiving and today we're going to talk about food and we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving Thanksgiving's supposed to be a celebration of the harvest at least it started out that way and being thankful for all that we have particularly an abundance of food You know those pilgrims didn't have a lot of food and they were very thankful for what they did have as with other holidays thanksgiving seems to be taking on a different meaning somehow Uh, it's migrated from being thankful for food and family to giving yourself permission to pig out or just pigging out without permission and it's a kickoff for shopping and making the merchants thankful on this last month before thanksgiving some people do holidays by rote anymore and by doing what they think is expected of them this year Let's be aware of what the holidays mean to you. What's the significance of Thanksgiving to you? What are you the most thankful for? What have you harvested, so to speak, this year? What's your bounty? I'd like to encourage you today to think about your own family traditions and how you celebrate Thanksgiving or how you would like to celebrate Thanksgiving. We're going to repeat this show next Thursday, so if you want to listen again to Holly and her ideas and tips for Thanksgiving dinner, you can do that easily. It'd be a nice way to spend a few moments on Thanksgiving. Our guest for the following week, the week after Thanksgiving on December 3rd, is Cindy Logren. Cindy holds a degree in communication studies from the University of Vermont. She's a certified professional coach, certified group coach, And president of New Leaf Touchstone, uh, of New Leaf Touchstone, she employs at-risk adolescent girls in the creation of bracelets and touchstones designed to help people create new positive habits and turn over, quote, a new leaf in all aspects of their lives. If you'd like to see her bracelets, go to the self-improvement blog, that's com. These are great, great bracelets. I have one. I absolutely love it. They make a fabulous Christmas gift. <clears throat> they're fashionable and yet they're meaningful because they represent that you've made a promise to yourself to do something that challenges you. I encourage you to get a bracelet for yourself or for somebody that's significant in your life. You'll, you'll really be glad that you did that. I can guarantee you that you're going to want to know how to reach our today's guest, so while I introduce her, why don't you grab a pen or pencil and some paper so you can write down her information so you can get in touch with her if you need to or want to. Our guest today is Holly Clegg, a cook extraordinaire and the diva of cookbooks. Not just any cookbooks, but cookbooks that offer scrumptious but healthful recipes Holly has offered expert advice on quick, flavorful, and healthful eating for nearly 20 years through her best-selling Trim and Terrific cookbook series. Consisting of 14 books today, the Trim and Terrific series includes the newly released Women's Lifestyle Cookbook, Too Hot in the Kitchen, Secrets to Sizzle at Any Age. This is the most delightful cookbook I've ever seen. You really need to get one. Wonderful Christmas gift, too. It also includes the specialized Trim and Terrific Diabetic Cooking and her Eating Well Through Cancer Cookbook, uh, two cookbooks that are highly, highly needed in today's society. She's also released a free iPhone and Blackberry application, Mobile Rush Hour Recipes, which brings her signature recipes to your fingertips. Imagine getting a recipe on the phone. Isn't that great fun? With nearly one million cookbooks sold, Holly reigns supreme when it comes to helping today's busy person cook everyday meals that are fast and fit into an overall healthy lifestyle. Known as the Queen of Quick, and which one of us doesn't want something that's quick and easy? The Queen of Quick, Holly's recipes are time-user and pantry-friendly. Holly hails from Baton Rouge and knows about good southern cooking, and we've all heard about how good that is. You can find all of her cookbooks on Amazon.com. And it's now my privilege to welcome you, Holly, to the Self-Improvement Show. Hello, and how are you?
3: Oh, I'm fine. What a lovely introduction, Irene. Thank you.
2: You might notice that Holly has a little bit of a cold. It's a little cold and rainy down in Baton Rouge, so, you know, forgive her sniffles, and we You know, we wish we could give you a cup of some wonderful good hot tea (laughs) to help you. Thank you, (laughs) thank you. I just
3: my sexy voice. What can I say?
2: Well, you can just say it's sexy, that's all.
3: We'll we'll go with that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Holly Clegg?
3: Well, Holly Clegg is someone that really enjoys food and loves to eat. And people always say, why do you write all these cookbooks, or is it that you need it to lose weight? Well... I love food, and I wanted to show people that you could have good food that's good for you. And I started my Trim and Terrific series. I've been very, very fortunate. I've had some great opportunities. I've shared my easy recipes on from the 700 Club to Fox and Friends to many, many shows. And I think what's best about everything, Irene, is people use my recipes. You know, they they're meant to be used these are not coffee table books these are books that are ready for the home cook the cook that um doesn't know what to do in the kitchen that's a novice or the experienced gourmet cook i want you to have fun and today i'm going to tell you to get that stress out of the kitchen and it's easy to cook healthier and it's easy to have a healthy lifestyle and enjoy food most importantly
2: Well, I'll I'll make a confession. I abdicated cooking some years ago after (laughs) cooking all those years when my kids were growing up and doing all the entertaining I had to do as a congressman's wife. I decided I wasn't going to cook anymore. But since we got some of your cookbooks, I actually have done a little cooking. And you know what? I've enjoyed it. And the things that I've cooked have turned out to be wonderful, thanks to you. Even Christopher, my son, liked it. And he's a gourmet cook himself. Let's say right up front how people can reach you. Holly, give them your web address and how you'd want them to contact you if they'd like to know more about how to get in touch with you.
3: Well, I have my website, which is hollyclegg.com, H-O-L-L-Y-C-L-E-G-G.com. com, has lots of free recipes on there. Um, I also have a blog, the healthycookingblog.com, and you could email me from uh, my website as well. It's easy to get to. Um, you know, it's funny. You said all the recipes come out well when you make them, Irene, and there's a reason for that. I do all my own testing of recipes because each recipe is important. If you try one recipe, recipe, you lose confidence in the book. In fact, I tell everybody you can't try the same t- recipe more than once because there's so many good ones in the book.
2: Well, if you have more than one book, you, you really have quite a nice variety of, of uh, meals to prepare. They're really quite good, and they're down to earth. I mean, you have some really lovely dishes, but you also have a lot of everyday kind of food that's good and easy to fix, and you know, most of us, after you work all day, don't want to come home and cook a big gourmet meal for the family. We want to get something together that's good and good for them. And, and absolutely, and that's been important to
3: me. I am a firm believer in one-stop shopping. The number one comment, which I take as a compliment nationwide, is people go, you know, I love your book. I have all my ingredients already in my house. And there's a reason for that. I only put ingredients you will find in one main, sto- one, uh, main style grocery store. Nobody has time or energy and it's expensive if you have to buy all these specialty, you know, ingredients. So it's one stop shopping with me. And my goal really is to hold your hand to show you you can put a dinner on the table in 30 minutes. It can be healthier. So I'm very, very mainstream. So I should appeal to everybody uh, out there. If you, in fact, if you don't think you want to cook healthier, just don't tell anybody. You won't even know these recipes are healthier.
2: It's like that commercial that they don't want to know vegetables are in something that kids all the time.
3: Well, I, you know, my philosophy is you don't have to change what you eat. You just change how you prepare it. So I could go around a room when I'm speaking and say, everybody name your favorite recipe. And guess what? It's going to be in my book. It's just prepared differently. I'm sort of a different approach. I trim the recipes down and keep them terrific. I trim the recipes down and keep them terrific. Therefore... If you want a chocolate cake, it's in there. Whatever your favorite dessert is, it's in there. A lasagna, whatever, but it's made better for you.
2: So, are you saying, Holly, that if we eat your food, we can trim down and, and we can trim down and be terrific?
3: Absolutely, <laughs> and you know what the deal is: the more you eat, the more trim and terrific you get. I so, there's inspiration for you right there.
2: Oh, that's the, food is a big challenge for me. So, this is a very timely program. know um, we're going to come up on a break now just a couple seconds so uh, when we come back from break i want you to tell us a little bit about how you came to be such a good cook have you always loved cooking you know how did you how did you ever decide that you could write a recipe those kind of things i can't even imagine (laughs) writing a recipe and once you've written one recipe then are you really ready to get Launched into a cookbook How does all that work when, when you're a cook that can write recipes I mean, I really want to know about this I uh, don't think I've ever talked to anybody Who wrote a cookbook
3: before Well, I'll fill you in on the scoop after it's the break
2: Very fascinating It is time to go to a break right now We'll be back in a few moments This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement okay. Show Be right back
1: Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Are you a student? Maybe you've just started going back to school or are thinking about it. If you're interested in adult education, tune in to Learning as an Adult with your host, John Steely. Our program will cover topics you can use if you're a current or future student in any learning environment. You can be learning online or in a classroom. Either way, John will help you with problems, issues, and concerns facing students every single day. Tune in to Learning as an Adult with John Steely every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Ah! To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves. Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter, Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: This is Irene Conlon, the host of the self-improvement show, welcoming you back. We're talking today to Holly Clegg. The Cook Extraordinary with a l- line of cookbooks called Trim and Terrific. And we wanted to ask you, Holly, how did you get started cooking? Have you always loved to cook? Yes, I have. I, you know,
3: honestly, Irene, I have loved to cook, and I think it's because I love food and love to eat. But my first recollection is when I was probably, I don't know if I was six, seven, eight, nine, however old, my family would go on these vacations and we'd stay in these cabins. I'm originally from Fort Worth, Texas. And I remember, and my mother's friends remember, I was upset because we didn't have the food in our cabin. So uh, food was always important to me. I catered through high school, and then I was fortunate enough to, after graduating from college to go to the Cordon Bleu cooking school in London. But that's a secret. We don't tell anybody that because I'm the antithesis of that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm healthy, easy, quick, one-stop shopping, pantry-friendly, and, it, and that doesn't sound that way. And you asked about recipes. Um, you know, always I used to have a dream. Someday I would write a cookbook, and I was given an opportunity on a real local level and started writing books. And then in the early 90s, uh, that's when you start hearing about all this health. I really was ahead of the curve. I wish I was like Rachel Ray, and coined the, the expression 30-minute meals, or I wish, you know, that, you know, Irene, I could remember when I wrote my first Trim and Terrific book, someone would say, I can't buy this book because my daughter-in-law is going to think I'm telling her she's fat. Oh. Or they would come, oh my god, my husband's had a heart attack. I need to change the way I cook. Now, fortunately, we understand with the trend that eating healthy is important. It, there is a correlation with what we eat in our health. So I started testing recipes and putting them together and actually went to the bank, borrowed money for that first Trim and Terrific cookbook, never knew it was going to be a career, but it's my passion. And I think if you're fortunate enough to have your passion, and also I feel like I'm making a difference because food is comfort, food is important in everyone's life, and as we know with the holidays coming around, and you know there 's such an obesity epidemic in the United States, and if I could show people you could have all your favorite recipes they could be prepared easily in thirty minutes at your home you know we 're all going to be better off in the long run so th- I guess the most important thing I do now when i 'm testing recipes is I measure everything you know i i uh, you know cooking there's two kinds of cooks, one that you know follows the directions verbatim and the other one adds little this little that you would be the kind that follows it exactly correct absolutely
2: if i can manage that
3: right you're like my sister when my sister could cook out of my books and but i want people to understand um i am writing these recipes so i'm measuring and being very precise so and then i have all the nutrition about each book about each recipe so therefore if you Weight Watchers, or your diabetic, the nutritional information and the diabetic exchanges are on each of the recipes. Uh, But this is what I want to share with you. I don't want cooking to be stressful. You're saying, oh my God, you know, I I don't know if I can even (laughs) put together a recipe. You heard me, didn't you? (laughs) I did. But yes, you can. You can. Cooking is creative. I always say, Use my recipe as a roadmap, And if you don't have an ingredient, ingredient, you leave it out. You don't go back to the grocery store. When your chocolate souffle falls, you serve it as chocolate pudding. Get that stress out of the kitchen. Do you think, Irene, if you (laughs) made something and you left out onions, there's one person that's going to walk in the room and go, Oh, Irene, this is good, but where are the onions? We do that to ourselves, that it has to be perfection. Look how good you are doing your radio show. I probably couldn't do that. We all have our uh, talents, but... What I've tried to do is share my talent with everyone out there, and I want you to have fun in the kitchen. Kitchen, Cooking can be relaxing. It can be not just the chores some people think. In fact, it's funny with my new book, Too Hot in the Kitchen, Secrets to Sizzle at Any Age. um, It's really fun, and you know that. A cute lot. And I thought everybody was going to say, Oh, Holly, your book's so cute. So you better watch out, Irene, because probably one of the most comments I've had is, they said, this book is inspiring me to cook. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so you better watch out. You might find yourself in the kitchen.
2: Well, I just might. Let me ask you this. Do you remember the first recipe you wrote? What, do you remember what it was for, what, what you cooked? Um. No,
3: I probably don't, because I've cooked all my life, in all honesty. Uh, And don't ask me my favorite recipe. I always say it's like choosing your favorite child on different days. Oh, yeah. one better than the next. And some days you don't like any of them. That's right. Some days you like
2: them all. Yeah.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I was going to ask
2: you, though, which of your 14 cookbooks is your favorite?
3: Well, every time I write one, I guess it becomes my favorite. However... You know, my um, diabetic book is a wonderful book. It's it's. Um,
2: it is indeed. I was
3: very, uh, you know, flattered when the ADA, the American Diabetes Association, asked to partner with my Trim and Terrific series, so I could share my Trim and Trific recipes with everybody. And I have a lot of people that understand that you don't have to be diabetic to use that book. It's just the healthiest of eating. And then my cancer book, of course, eating well through cancer is extremely rewarding book because um, I'm making a difference in people's lives. It's divided into the side effects of treatment, the foods that are best tolerated, and those as easy as symptoms. And then I'm so excited about my Gulf Coast favorites books because <laughs> it's Louisiana and Southern. You know, uh, all those you know Louisiana Southern food, and of course I'm from Texas, so you can't take the girl out of Texas. You can take her out of Texas. But, um, you know, it has a reputation and it's going to be not good for you. Well, I've, you know, done that and shown you that you could have all your southern Louisiana ones. And then my new one, Too Hot in the Kitchen, is my favorite right now. I have well, it's
2: fun. <laughs> this book is a fun cookbook. I never thought of a cookbook as being fun. But this one is because you you, you have your little tidbits in spicy advice, and those are just nice tips. And then you have these little sayings. Uh, I just opened to chocolate-covered raisins, cherries, orange slices, and strawberries all count as fruit. So who's counting?
3: I, I had a vision for this book. I knew what I wanted. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be entertaining. I wanted it to be a gift. For your best friend, your daughter, your mother, your sister, and I want it to be an everyday cookbook. It has a lot of different purposes, and I think it fulfills each and every one of them.
2: Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, you say, I love to cook with wine. Sometimes I even add it to the food.
3: And you know, unfortunately, <laughs> that's a little true, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that a secret between all of us and everybody listening. Uh, let
2: me tell the listeners this, because I know you won't i've seen holly's picture several times now several different pictures and they're recent and she is beautifully slim and she eats this food so i think that's a great recommendation for for what you do um you know some of us are a little more size challenged and i think that what you've done is such an incredible service to people who have to watch the calories, for people who have to really eat healthy like the diabetics, uh, people who have cancer can get through some of the therapy so much easier when they have the kind of help you're giving them. Holly, I, I, I'm very serious about saying you know, a- anybody can use these cookbooks, especially if they're challenged with diabetes or cancer uh, or a weight problem. I mean, right. I would run, not walk, to get them.
3: And every one of the books has your diabetic exchanges. That was important to me before I even partnered with yeah. the ADA because my grandmother had diabetes, and I distinctly remember that ingrained in my uh, you know, mind, and I wanted to make my books possible for everybody.
2: And they are. You just recently started doing some work with Walmart. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, it's all what I'm about trim and terrific,
3: easy, mainstream, healthy, southern. And they really wanted uh, someone with those sort of credentials to just create some easy, mainstream recipes highlighting their great value brand, which is their private label brand. And um, so I created a, uh, webisodes from different recipes. Wait, what's uh, a webisode? Webisodes <laughs> are. Um, Maybe a little cooking segment on the Internet. That would be an easy way to describe it. So you could go to walmart.com slash great value or to YouTube and do Holly Clegg. And I have numerous, but I'll share a little fun tidbit with you. You know, when I was up there, uh, as you've seen my pictures, and I'm from the South, I love makeup. I'm not a clothes person. You know, I don't know anything about clothes, but I do like makeup. So when I go to New York to take these webisodes, they said, Okay, Holly, we have the best makeup artist, and I'm so excited to get to get my makeup done, you know, and find out. Uh So they do my makeup, and I go, "Um, I like a little more makeup than this. Is this makeup? And they go, Oh, no, 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 that's how Walmart likes it. Oh. They would come dip, brush me up, uh, you know, with powder and all that like they do in the movies throughout to make me look like I had no makeup on. My daughter was in New York at the time, and I went back <laughs> to my son's apartment in New York. And my daughter said to me, Mom, you already took off your makeup. I said, no, this is my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> True story. So I feel like I got out of bed, but you're getting good recipes. <laughs> it's a fun thing.
2: That's funny. Yeah, good Texas, Louisiana girl. Likes right. her makeup, and you know that's interesting because I've seen, I've seen people with makeup advertising for Walmart. I know.
3: I was like, <laughs> well, what Walmart says, well, I do, and it was a wonderful opportunity, a lot of fun. And again, I think I'm sharing um, healthier recipes, and and you know everybody's more budget conscious today, and these recipes fell within that. But all my books are very budget friendly uh, and affordable recipes as well, because. It's one-stop shop, and you can find everything you need at one grocery store. And I'll tell you, my phone uh, application is so much fun. It's called Holly Clegg Mobile Rush Hour Recipes. And I was at a book signing, in fact, the other day, and someone said, I use that every day to find my recipe. And the premise is... You're in the grocery store. You don't know what you're going to make for dinner, and, of course, you forgot your grocery list. Well, it's a selection of recipes that comes with a shopping list, a photo. You'll like this. Serving suggestions, little tidbits, and then also your nutritional analysis, and you could email the recipe to you. So you could cook trim and terrific from the grocery store to the table.
2: What a fabulous idea. Holly, it's time for us to take a short break. We'll be right back. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Holly Clegg for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America World Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
1: The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk.
0: In Sue McDaniel's book, I Am Heart, she talks about feelings, now, Sue is ready to bring her book, blogs, and topics of interest to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety.
1: Are you one of the 64% of U.S. adults that are afraid to be in deep, open water? Did you know that almost half of all Americans are not able to swim in pools? Millions of Americans have taken swimming lessons and still have not learned to swim. Melon Dash is going to change all of that. Tune in to the Learn to Swim Show, a program that helps adults learn to swim. You'll find out why it's different than teaching a child and how simple it can be. Tune in to the Learn to Swim Show, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel.
2: For the Self-Improvement Show, our guest today is Holly Clegg. We're talking about food, cookbooks, and Thanksgiving. What a great combination that is. Holly, as you've heard, is quite a wonderful cook and has written some fabulous cookbooks in the Trim and Terrific line. And she's done some fancy cooking I want you to know about. She's recently cooked at the Governor's Mansion, and I know she's cooked for some other people who... Uh, have some claims to fame. Holly, tell us a little bit about what it's like to cook in the Governor's Mansion.
3: Well, it's, you know, I'm from Louisiana, from Baton Rouge, and it is our state capital, so our Governor's Mansion is here. And actually, I've been there numerous times to cook for various occasions. They've had me in, but um, it's great because you have access to every kind of seasoning, spice. You know, uh, pretty much anything you want, and then it's so beautiful. The surroundings, it's a huge kitchen, and best of all, they have people that clean it up. Because at uh-huh. home, I don't have all these little workers that clean up everything for me. So uh, uh, it's fun, and you know, I get to highlight some of our we, when we've had tour, tourists in town through like trips to, through Louisiana. I had someone from Self Magazine actually here. Oh. She was uh, on something, and I said, okay, you know, they they wanted me to cook for I said well let her come by my house and I did a whole spread of our Louisiana recipes from barbecued shrimp to bread pudding to a shrimp bromelade, you know just uh, and I showed her how easy it was to prepare because no matter you know Louisiana food um, rather it's supposed to be high fat and complicated. In fact, I have a cream brulee in my new cookbook that's like three ingredients. I mean, all my recipes, I try to simplify. I figured it out, Irene. I put the least amount of ingredients in a recipe to give it the most flavor
2: oh i like that idea i'm going to see if i can find cream brulee before we finish this oh it's show. made with instant white chocolate pudding it's oh, so easy. i love Very that easy. idea
3: i was in denver and i did it on tv in fact i was on D- in denver doing television and on a station i do a lot and i looked down and i said oh my god mark this whole meal has 12 ingredients in it i had made the salmon marsala uh, the pull apart rolls, all from Too Hot in the Kitchen, and then the easy chocolate truffles dipped in white chocolate, which are just Oreo cookies reduced back, cream <laughs> cheese, roll them into balls, and dip them into white chocolate. I love it.
2: You've made quite you've made quite a few um, media appearances. Can can you tell us <laughs> about the one that's most mem- memorable? And have you had any that you know had some minor disaster or something that turned out to be really funny?
3: Well, yeah, my first time, one of my first appearances on the NBC Weekend Today show, I was doing it, and my mic didn't work, so while I'm on the show, uh, they're climbing in my skirt, trying to fix my mic, and I'm (laughs) like, oh no, I'm not going to be heard, and Mike Schneider was the talent back then, he said, Holly, I promise you, you will be heard. (laughs) So I'm yappy. Uh, The 700 Club was wonderful. Uh, a wonderful experience and being in the host surroundings that was great. Um Fox and Friends is you be, you can be on Fox's friends as long as you can hang with them and have fun which is, you know, a difference. So I feel like I adapt to whatever's going on. And in my world, Irene, I don't have disasters because as <laughs> I told you. As I told you, not because I'm perfect, but because Nobody's perfect, and as I told you, if something happens, we turn it into a positive. One time I was on the Phil Donahue show. This was many, many years ago. In fact, I was just speaking to LSU at their uh, the business school, and I mentioned I was somehow I came up with the Phil Donahue show, and nobody knew who it was. So listeners out there, I hope y'all are aware who Phil Donahue is. Irene, oh, I know you must I know. I do,
2: I do. He was,
3: uh, before Oprah even came around, but that was one of my first times, uh, you know, early on, and I was doing this pasta dish, and I remembered the pasta kept growing, you know, I did it. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. The recipe in the pan pan was too small. And they took a break. They said, "Do you want to get another pan?" I said, "Oh no, we'll just have fun with it." And I remember Phil Donahue goes, "This is like a mountain of pasta." You know, so I have fun with it. I, I don't think you could have any disasters in your kitchen. Uh, you know how many times? Um, several times I've had a cake that sticks. Uh, you know, my red velvet cake actually in. My Gulf Coast Favorites book, we were home for Thanksgiving in Fort Worth, and my sister and I went shopping, and Mother was going to put the cake together. We got home, and she had this look on her face, and I said, Mother, what's wrong? She said, the layers all stuck, and the cake fell apart. I said, Mother, go grab a trifle bowl. We're turning this into a trifle.
2: Yeah, lovely idea. And,
3: And so, and guess what? Everybody loved the trifle so much, I couldn't even decide when I put the recipe in my book if I wanted to call it a red velvet cake or red velvet trifle.
2: So I I mean that. You can turn you can. anything
3: into a positive. Well, if
2: all else fails, you can put some chocolate on it and top it with nuts. Absolutely. You're my kind of lady. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. oh, chocolate will fix just about anything. Chocolate fixes a lot of things. You know, a, a lot of young cooks, beginning cooks, are afraid that they're going to ruin everything. So this is really good advice or good information for them. But what other advice would you have for the woman who's finally brave enough to start cooking. She hasn't really been around a stove that much, and she's decided she's going to learn. What What do you have for them? Well, I think the best advice
3: I could give everybody to easy, everyday cooking is having a well-stocked pantry. Because when you have a well-stocked pantry, and most of my books have a pantry stocking guide.
2: I see that, and I love it.
3: I, and that's so helpful, because I think the problem is if you don't have spices or seasonings or just your mainstream, like chicken broth or tomatoes or pasta, you know, there's not a time that I could walk into my house and let's say I didn't have, I didn't know what I was going to make for dinner, I could go pull from my pantry and put something together. So if you have a well-stocked pantry, it takes a little stress off of what you're doing. Think of a stocked pantry as a permanent shopping list think of it like that. Uh-huh. So, you, nice. so therefore, you come home and, and I mean frozen. Have chicken breast in your freezer, ground meat. You know, so your freezer should be as well-stocked frozen vegetables. Uh, and then also, it's more economical because you can buy different things when they're on sale also.
2: Good advice. Let's let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving dinner since it's coming right up. Um, and let's start with that, you know, the turkey. <laughs> You know, uh, you know. Now we have deep-fried cookers, rotisseries, baking in the oven, and all kinds of ways to cook a turkey. You've probably tried just about every way there is. What do you think is the best way to fix this bird?
3: Now... I- you know, my mother always says, I need to learn to tell white lies. My best thing about a turkey is you go buy a fried one.
2: <laughs> I still, I go buy a fried
3: one. We buy fried turkeys in Louisiana or order it. And that's some other, you know, I have on my blog, and people might want to check it, Time Saving Thanksgiving Holiday Tips. And I think on Facebook, I'm going to start my holiday countdown. And one of the things I put is, if you don't like to do something, or you're intimidated about something, go order it and pick it up. Then let's say turkey. Some I just don't like to cook. Everybody has their family recipe, but I like all the sides, the trimmings. But here's what you do: you go pick up your turkey, and you get some little cran, little apples, little crammed apples, and parsley, and put around it, and then it becomes yours. I don't.
2: So, I've never seen a, a fried turkey for a sale. I don't remember seeing oh. them advertised. They must be. I'll have to look. I love the idea.
3: Oh, they're fabulous. They're, fab- they're, you know, injected with flavorings. But seriously, you know, that's something I've never been big on. It's cooking the turkey. Um, but by the same token, if you have your favorite family turkey recipe and you don't like to bake, go pick up dessert. You know, keep everything. Um, this is my rule. No stress in the kitchen. So do what you do best and then you pick up all the
2: rest. I love it. So the cook doesn't need to feel like she's a failure just because she doesn't cook the turkey, huh? No, absolutely Uh, not. not. (laughs) No,
3: you should never feel like you're a failure if you don't cook whatever.
2: Another little, you know,
3: um, I think a little good tip is, you know, a lot of times you run out of oven space. So think about maybe a wild rice or vegetables or whatever that needs to be cooked on the stovetop. So, you know, you want to organize that. Another bit, one of my favorite tips I could give you for Thanksgiving is you want to make ahead what you can and freeze it. Most sweet potatoes, and we always make a squash casserole, all that freezes. Dressing freezes well. Do it on your own time frame.
2: I like it. Let's talk about the dressing or the stuffing, whatever it is you call this thing. Right. You know, people. There's this big controversy about: do you stuff the bird or not? People are so worried about food poisoning now and not cooking it enough. What's your opinion? You know, we we do both. We cook some in the oven. We cook some in the bird. And some people won't eat what's been in the bird. But you know, what, what's your thinking on the stuffing? Well.
3: I now remember. I never cook my own turkey, Uh, right? So So you don't sneak
2: and stuff it,
3: and I could. That that, 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 you you get you're speaking my language, you know. Chocolate cures everything, and we sort of work it all out with us. I probably because people do, you know think that. I mean, it, there's nothing better than that stuffing that's been cooked in the turkey. It gets so much flavor, but I usually cook it separately because I'm always making different kinds of stuffings. Um, You know, I have a cornbread and rice stuffing. Actually, in my diabetic book, I have a, a plain cornbread
2: one. You know, I have an oyster one, so I usually <laughs> try to make a couple of different stuffings. That's interesting because one of my questions was going to be, what do you put in your stuffing, cornbread, whole wheat, white bread, oysters, sausage, what do you put in there because everybody has their own thing and, and you've just named All of them. I know.
3: See, it depends which or how many I make. Sometimes I can't decide and I make more than one. But another tip, you know, again, I just want people to not feel the stress that everything has to be perfect in the kitchen. If you're making a cornbread uh, stuffing, go pick up the cornbread. It saves a step. And that way it's already made. You don't have to make it from scratch. Nobody knows the difference about those little things. And think how it makes it so much easier on you.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's already a lot to do. If you have guests, you know, at our house, we usually ask around and see if there's anybody that doesn't have a place to come. And they come on over and it's crazy as everything. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. And we have everybody (laughs) bring something. Which is a great idea. Everybody brings something. And nobody has to kill themselves with Thanksgiving dinner. Well, Uh. I have a
3: lot of Thanksgiving recipes, and I'm getting ready to put, well, by the time this airs, anyway, uh, on my blog and on my website, so if people want to try Terrific Thanksgiving recipes, and, you know, there's um, statistics that, you know, people gain probably anywhere from 5 to 10 pounds from, really, I think, um, like the beginning of November till New Year's, and, uh, you know... Thanksgiving, when you eat Trim and Terrific, also you don't have that heavy feeling. My sweet potato casserole with pecan topping, it's made out of my cookbooks. My dressings are made out of my cookbooks. Even my Italian cream cake and my chocolate pecan pie, which I made the other day for a photo, is like to die for. So, (sighs) like I said, you don't have to change what you eat, just change a little bit how you prepare it.
2: Holly, it's time for us to go to a a break again. It's gone really fast. Um, This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Holly Clegg. We're going to take a short break now uh, from the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America and World Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
1: The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's star style. Be the star you are. Never say never, live your dream. Are you ready to learn about the music industry from the inside? Look to Hip Hop National Radio to help you get the scoop on the biz. From marketing to presentation. Along the way, you'll hear the best in musical creativity from the stars of tomorrow and today. Hip Hop National Radio. Hosted by Justin Time and Poetic. Who are on the pulse of the up and coming music industry. It's the perfect blend of hip hop, rock, pop, R&B and gospel. Make Hip Hop National Radio your first stop. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 613 1612. That's 1 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: This is Irene Conlon back for the self improvement show on Voice America World Talk Radio. My guest today is Holly Clegg, and we're talking about food about cookbooks and about Thanksgiving. Holly, before we took the break, we were talking about stuffing. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with us about Thanksgiving dinner, maybe something about the side dishes that you like? Well, you know, I mean,
3: all your traditional sides, green bean casserole or whatever, they're all in my books, Trim and Terrific. Um, I think Thanksgiving is about tradition, and I think people expect a certain... Uh, whatever certain side, everybody has their favorites. Um, But sometimes it's fun to tweak them a little and, you know, make them a little different. And maybe if you have a sweet potato that you do that with marshmallows, this time
2: put, you know, a pecan topping on it. Um, Oh, Holly, I have to say this about your toppings. You've got to get Holly's book and just do toppings because (laughs) she's got toppings that go on anything, and they make the most wonderful changes in the recipe. They do,
3: they do. Lovely. Well, I like things with texture, so I have to have a little texture in whatever I'm doing. Uh, So I think that's topping. Um, You know, uh, one of our favorite traditional, if we have to talk, traditional is a a squash casserole. It's with cream-style corn and squash and green onions, I mean, green peppers. And um, even if you don't like squash, you don't even know about it because... And it was like our housekeeper that Ray worked for us years and years ago. She made it and taught us to make it, and we sort of have done it for years. Love it. I think it's sort of fun. I bet you every family out there has a recipe or a tradition with one of their sides that they always
2: have and look forward to. Actually, the people who come to our house regularly, each one pretty much has their specialty, and we know every Thanksgiving what it is we're supposed to do.
3: Right, and you look yeah. forward to it. Oh, so,
2: absolutely.
3: Um, I could help you a little bit with your Thanksgiving dinners. If you have questions, you know, be sure and email me. or
2: Tell uh, them again tell how website. to do that. Tell them again how to reach you.
3: Uh, you could w- reach me from my website, which is hollyclegg.com, and it says Contact Holly, and you could that's the easiest way probably. If you have any questions, uh, I'm going to have a lot of Thanksgiving recipes, a Christmas recipe, holiday recipes. Wonderful. I, I, here's a little tip for you all, too. Decorations. Um, um, two things one i think it's great to serve as buffet style which most everyone does for thanksgiving but wait a while and dessert keep clean up to a minimum and for dessert maybe buy little themed uh paper goods and napkins and keep it sort of fun because that you don't want to have to clean up twice uh a little plastic plates uh and you don't have to spend a lot of money on decorations uh Beautiful bowl of pomegranates is great. I love to get cranberries and fill a vase with cranberries and a little Ah. water and put your flowers in it. It's very pretty. You can find cranberries all over, you know, now. They're readily available.
2: Great idea. Tell us about your children. Are, Are your children cooks too? Yeah, you know, Irene, I wasn't one of these perfect
3: mothers or wonderful mothers that played games with my kids, and they'll tell you that, but I always let them cook with me. I want them to grow up in the kitchen with me, uh, and it was a great way to spend time, and consequently they all cook. Uh, you know, my youngest daughter, Haley uh, Tumer in New York, she cooks as much as I do, I think. She loves to cook, and she really uses my mobile Rush Hour recipes app phone application a lot. Uh, it was sort of cute. She said, Mom, I think you should tell which recipe on the, on your phone application, which recipe is in which cookbook. And I said, she said, that way I could just go home and look at the cookbook. And you do have the ability to email yourself the recipe. I said, Haley, not everybody has every one of my cookbooks. They like should. You do. <laughs> they should. So, but they do cook. And my daughter-in-law, she, in fact, you know, we talk about eating healthy and diabetic. But her favorite, uh, she, when I was in New York, once she wanted me to help her make a roast. And her roast and uh, gravy uh, that she makes is in my diabetic book. It's called Easy Pot Roast. Uh, so. Um, yeah, everybody cooks. And, you know, you could save money, and you could also uh, control what you eat. If you eat at home, you're saving so many calories and fats, and uh, it's just so much better for you also.
2: Do do you have any budding cookbook writers in, in your tribe of children? Tell us a little bit about your children. You have more than one.
3: I have three incredible children. That's truly my success story. I've been married 31 years. Wow. So, um, I always say when, you know, I'm somewhere and somebody's cutting up somewhere, they go, is it cut up like this? And I said, I'm just so glad somebody's cutting up the, you know, the seasonings for me. I could care less. I i don't like to say I'm a chef. I like to say I'm the home cook or the consumer chef, as it was said. I was just nominated to be, which was very uh, exciting, top 25 chefs in Louisiana. Wow. And, um uh, I went, I was there with all the biggies in New Orleans, and I was like, I shouldn't be here. And they, you know, they made me, they said, you're our consumer chef. And I thought, you know, that's right. I'm a very big advocate of Louisiana, our food, our culture, our traditions. And uh, so I was very flattered to be included in such a prestigious uh, group. But I don't consider myself a chef. But you uh, I- know,
2: many of us are intimidated by a chef. But we're not intimidated by a good cook. We want to learn from a good cook, but not a chef. <laughs> very
3: well said. That is very well said. Well, uh, you know what? I if you see me on TV, you could be. I could easily be me watching myself on TV, or I could be your next door neighbor. So, I feel like um, I'm approachable with my recipes, as I am in my cooking. Just like you said, I feel like I'm an experienced, good cook that can um, sort of spread the world about healthier eating, a healthier lifestyle. And if you've never cooked before, come with me and cook. I promise it'll be easy to do and you'll enjoy and you'll be so proud of yourself too.
2: Now, one of the things I see in your new cookbook, The Too Hot in the Kitchen, that's wonderful, this chapter on diva dermatology. How did, you yes. in, how did you get into that? It's lovely, and I'm going to try some of these.
3: Well, you know what? As I told you earlier in the show, I test every one of my recipes. So I did a lot of research, and all these ingredients are household ingredients. So next time you have a ben- leftover banana or an avocado, you can put it on your face.
2: I'm rather intrigued with the chocolate mask. Oh, yeah, everybody
3: was. Well, let me tell you what I did.
2: Because I do test
3: on my recipes, I thought, how many masks can my face take So one Sunday, I had a party, and I had everybody come over. I said, "Come in your warm up suits and no makeup we 're going to play and everybody tried they had so much fun. people would try several masks they put one half of one. Uh, the margarita hand scrub is great it makes fun gifts too, but they really work. The diva dermatology section is again my philosophy mainstream. Uh, easy recipes, you can find everything really in your grocery store. I didn't put any, like, exotic oils or anything. I wanted everything pantry-friendly and it does enhance your skin the yogurt is very uh, moisturizing, the strawberries were a little more acidic uh, the chocolate we just wanted to lick off our I, face. I was going to
2: ask you does everybody say do we get to lick it off is that? we the- did, well
3: fortunately <laughs> I, uh, I knew what I was dealing with so I tested uh, it was before the cookbook came out obviously so I tested recipes and had a lot of hors d'oeuvres uh, that day uh, so everybody wouldn't be tempted to eat but truly like I said when you You know, you say it in jest, but if you have a leftover banana, avocado, strawberries, you could easily (laughs) turn it into, uh, you know, a mask for your face.
2: That's wonderful. What kind of research did you do on this to see what these ingredients do to your skin? Did you have to spend a lot of time? Well, you know,
3: basically I I did some research. I looked, and I sort of combined my mask, um, what I wanted to be, and then I, you know, I tested them, and we had like 25 different masks, and not everybody made the cut, not all the masks did, because, you know, like I said, I had all these people testing them, and I had little papers, and you had to write about what it was afterwards. And if it didn't really uh, work or it didn't make you feel, you know, revived or your face smooth, it didn't make the book. So just as each one of my recipes are tested, so are the – it's a fun section. My divas in each one, the illustrator from New York, just – did a great job on all my little divas. It's fun. We have effortless, entertaining foods for the mood, quickies, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. All kinds. Of, one of my favorites is uh, the first chapter. It's all cold recipes, you know, any recipe that um, is cold and doesn't need to be cooked. And it could be considered for women with hot flashes, but, you know, it's really <laughs> loving no oven. <laughs> I love that. It's a women's lifestyle. You know, I, I really, um, the girl that works for me, a dietitian. she was um, pregnant when I was writing this book, and she said, Holly, all ages go through all moods. So oh. it sort of takes the mood of women, but I have a lot of men buying the book, or it's a fun book to buy, and in the way to a man's heart is through his stomach anyway, <laughs> so of course the men are going to enjoy it.
2: Yeah, the other thing that's remarkable about your book, All of your books, actually, are the pictures. You must have some fine photographer to do this. And I always get the impression that it really did just come right off your stove or right off your oven. And, and, you know, you may be serving it to someone as soon as the photographer's finished. They look real, and they look wonderful.
3: Well, they are real, and thank you for saying so. But in all the other books, now, I don't use anything fake, but in this Too Hot in the Kitchen... Um because I had an illustrator, I ended up doing all my own photos. And you know what? Um, they're they're wonderful. real. There's over, there's almost a hundred color food photographs in the book, which I think maybe is the inspiration because people like to see how it looks. But I didn't want it artistic. I wanted it to look like how, if you make it, Irene, or your son Chris makes it, it comes out like the photo. Nothing fancy, just, just you know, good food. Real.
2: Well, Holly, we're almost at the end of the show. I can't believe it's gone by so quickly. It so what I'd like to ask you is, do you have any final words for our listeners? What would you like to leave them with? Well, I think I'd
3: like to say that, you know, my philosophy is eating healthier is so much better for you. There's a correlation with uh, with our health, what we eat. But equally as important is good food. Good food is comfort. I don't believe you should ever have to give up anything, any food. And I don't use that four-letter word, diet. So if you cook trim and terrific with me, it's what I said I do. I trim the recipes down, and I keep them terrific. So if you want that German chocolate cake, that uh, macaroni and cheese, that lasagna, that salsa and chips, you want it. It's in my books. And I want to share with you that you can do it in 30 minutes. They really are one-stop shopping recipes, and all your recipes have your nutritional information and your diabetic exchanges. So cooking healthy doesn't have to be challenging. Cooking healthy can be enjoying all your favorite foods. We're just going to prepare them differently.
2: Holly, thank you so much. I think that's tremendous advice. I think we've had wonderful information today. I've loved having you on the show. We're going to have to do this again.
3: I would love to. And you can find, you know, information on my website again, which is just hollyclegg.com. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and I agree with Irene. We should be thankful for all what we have. It's a special day.
2: Thank you so much. This is Irene Conlon. Come back and visit again with us next week when our guest is Cindy Logren, and we're going to be talking about lovely bracelets to help you turn over a new leaf. We can get it all ready by the new year. This is Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show saying goodbye for now from Voice America World Talk Radio. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving.
1: Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.